Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Listen, all you New Yorkers. Excuse me. Taxi. Okay, we're looking around. This is the 77 WABC minicast. What the heck is going on in Albany? Any, any decision yet on what's happening? Uh, no decision yet, John. Uh, actually, the Court of Appeals today uh, or this week had their hearings, had their court hearings and arguments in Buffalo. So um, we all went to Buffalo uh, this morning. The argument was at one o'clock this afternoon. The proceeding was supposed to last an hour. It lasted about an hour and 45 minutes. And um, it was uh, quite revealing. Uh, the Democrats are trying to get a, a do-over on redistricting. They lost last year. They got caught red-handed trying to gerrymander the state. And now they're back with yet another lawsuit trying to say, well, that decision last year, that was only for 2022. And that for the rest of the decade, the the legislature should get another bite at the redistricting apple. Um, obviously, we think that's wrong, and we're hopeful that the court will agree with us. John, it's, it's Richard Weinberg. Good to hear your voice. seems to me it's unconstitutional in the New York State Constitution. It seems they have no grounds to do this, but they're doing it anyway. Yeah, it, if, if the court uh, agrees with the Democrats, they will have to twist themselves in, into what I call a constitutional pretzel, uh, ignoring uh, statute of limitations restrictions, ignoring a prohibition on mid-decade redistricting, ignoring stare decisis, the, de- the principle that uh, we, we give heed to decisions that were previously rendered. And this was just last year when uh, the redistricting issue was, was argued, and um, so, we won that John. case. Uh, yeah. So, so everybody understands it in, in our audience because, you know, you're a professional. You know what the story is. And Peter King is a lawyer and, and uh, Judge Weinberg is a lawyer. A lot of simple people out there. You did the redistricting. And the Democrats did not like the judges that were going to be going to go on the Court of Appeals and, and also the higher level courts. So they cooked the books and they put. They made they made sure that that the common sense uh, judges did not go on there. Is that correct, uh, John? That is correct. Um, they blocked Judge LaSalle from. Uh, and he's a, I understand he's a very decent guy. This Judge LaSalle. I never met him, but I understand Judge LaSalle is a very decent guy. Absolutely. So they didn't want a decent guy. Yeah, they didn't want a decent guy. They wanted a guy that's going to obey orders. That's terrible. So, John, explain also to people listening why it matters to them also, for, for our listeners, why this is such an important issue. Well, it, it matters because uh, every 10 years we're supposed to redraw the, the district lines to adjust for population changes, et cetera. That was done last year. The Democrats passed a, a, a redistricting plan that violated the Constitution because they they wrote that plan so that only so, so that virtually no Republicans would get elected to the House of Representatives. Only four out of twenty six. When the, when we succeeded in court because 
we proved that they violated the state constitution. They violated the provision that says you can't have a partisan districting. Uh, you're not supposed to advantage one party over the other. We proved that they did that. The court ordered a special master, a neutral expert to draw the lines. And we wound up winning 11 seats out of 26. But more importantly, for the people in your listening audience and the citizens of our state, these were fair, competitive districts. They weren't one-party districts where one party had a lock on the seat. So our view is very pretty simple. We think the people should elect the, the representatives. The representatives shouldn't pick their, their voters. The voters should pick the representatives. Hey, hey, John, so, John, this is Pete Ken. You've done a great job on this. Let me ask you, say you were there. For the line of questioning, you indicated all uh, which direction the judges are going in. You see how it's dividing up? Well, I, I, most of the controversy in the, in the questions and the argument today was over whether this lawsuit was brought on a timely basis. Um, we believe that it was not brought on a timely basis within the four months that you need to bring a so-called mandamus action to force the government to do something or not do something. And uh, most of the questions uh, from the judges were about this particular issue. And I think, frankly, uh, we sense that this would be the most important argument. And our counsel, when we, the case was argued, we really stressed this in our legal papers because that would be an easy way for the judge to right. skirt the political issues and decide it on a procedural issue. They didn't bring the case on time. Well, let's see what happens. Uh, John Faso, keep us posted. This thank, is a big thank deal. Thank you, John Faso. And thank you. And, you know, it's the rule of law. And uh, it looks like I, I hope more lawyers go to their ethics classes. Yeah, absolutely. The old, and judges. Uh, yeah, and judges too, right. Yeah. John, thank well, you. It, it, thank you very much. It's great to uh, hear all of you, uh, Katz and Richard, and, and uh, my great friend Peter King, my, my local leader. from. We're both from Seaford, New York, originally. So it's, it's great to hear, be with all of you. Great to be with you, John. Yeah, thank you, you, John. 